Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Be Still and Run. This is our last one for 2021. I am stoked to get into next year as I have some big goals and ambitions and I just, I am really excited about just getting some things accomplished because this year was actually the first year that I can remember where I actually accomplished my goals beyond what I had expected. And as I thought about why that was, I thought it would be a good idea to put what I realized into a podcast for you guys so that maybe you can take some of the things that I use this year and apply it to your own life so that you can actually go go after your goals and your dreams or whatever God puts on your heart because I I just this year was a really fun year for me to be able to look back and say wow God like look look what we did together Uh, like look what you did through me this is really cool because I don't want to spoil the content of this podcast but one of the biggest things I learned that helped me this year was that I was able to say I can't do it but he can and I feel like that that was one of the biggest things I learned this year in how I actually accomplished my goals so without further ado let's get right into the episode Hey y'all, so I just wanted to really share some things that have really helped me this year accomplish my goals and resolutions and things. I don't know if I ever really wrote them down in the beginning of the year. I don't know if I really planned. I just kind of wrote down some like different desires and different goals that I would like to accomplish and I didn't necessarily have like a time frame or anything on it but they were specifically more written for this year and as I went over them I realized that I had actually accomplished a lot of them in 2021 I can't believe it's going to be 2022 already in what three days two days but so I wanted to get this podcast out before New Year's Eve, which it will be published on New Year's Eve, hopefully anyway. So, I mean, it'll still be the beginning of the year by the time most of you listen to it, probably. So, hopefully, you'll still get to be able to take some of the things and apply it to your own life, or at least try it and see if they help you. So... Um, last year was a turning point for me. Uh, My family stopped doing our family business because it was sort of destroying the family. And so last year, I really had to figure out what I was going to do because I had no job. I had no vision for what I was going for. And I was thinking, I need something (laughs) to do. I need to figure out what God is leading me to. So I actually ended up taking a bunch of different classes and different challenges and things. And over 
the year, God led me and showed me like a vision for the ministry that I want to start and sort of like the end goal of where I want to be eventually. And so that has been really exciting to be able to chase after it. But what I didn't know is how long it would actually take to get there. And of course, when God gives us a vision, he doesn't tell us the steps we're going to have to take to get there. So it really teaches us to trust him and to surrender our lives to him. I can't remember the verse reference, but it says a man, a man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. I think it's in Proverbs. Um, and that is so true. I feel like God gives us a vision and a desire um, if we ask him to give us his desires. So then that way he can actually accomplish them. And since his goal is to create us in the image of his son, of course he would want us to have the same desires and the same goals as him. So... This year I have accomplished a lot, but only by God's strength. <laughs> There's some things, yeah, I like the marathon for one example. I've that's always been like something on my bucket list. And you know, bucket lists are kind of things you probably won't ever do. And I actually told myself I would never run a marathon, but for some reason I really felt like God called me to do that. And though the training was super hard and the marathon was I wouldn't say painful but it wasn't the most comfortable thing in the world um but I really felt like God gave me the strength to do that and I know that it wasn't me because I am a baby with pain and I do not handle it very well so being able to say, look back and say, well, look what God enabled me to do, gave me the grace to do. And then a bunch of other things. Um, there's this program by a lady that I really wanted to take, but since I did not get a job after my family stopped our business last year, I did not have the finances to join the program. And she actually was giving out a, I guess you could call it like a scholarship. And she, I actually won that. So I was super excited and grateful that God allowed me to be able to enter that. And I have learned a lot and I've taken a lot of different steps. It's for um, Christian entrepreneurs. So it's really helped me get going in like an online business or ministry or whatever. And just seeing all these different things, I've been doing a lot of reminiscing about my past and praying about why things happened and what God has turned into good, how he turned it into good, and then how things are playing out, how things have built up to make me the person I am today. And just seeing him answering so many prayers and keeping so many promises has really made me think, okay, what has made this year different? And I believe that one of the biggest things is sometime at the end of last year or the beginning of this year, I'm not quite sure, 
but I would like bring these different desires to God and he would always come back with, does it really matter? And for a while I was like, well, yes, I really want to do this. But over time I realized what he was saying is my soul longed for him in a relationship with him. And these were just like physical desires, um, like earthly desires they're good, and I believe he's placed them there, but what he was saying is, what's most important? Is my relationship with you more important, or you accomplishing these things for me? And so over time, eventually, him coming back with, does it really matter? I became very okay with things not turning out the way I wanted them to. And I still I still freak out for like an hour after something happens sometimes if it doesn't go my way, but then after that I'm very I'm fine with it. I feel bad for my family when like they'll ask me to do something when I had already planned something that I can do later, but I really wanted to do it then and I'll like very unhappily do that thing that they wanted me to do and then once I start I'm like oh this isn't so bad like they like this I'm doing it for them it's like that first initial reaction of oh really why do you have to ask me now like why can't I do this later or whatever but that's that's been like that with God asking me to do things too is my first reaction I really need to work on that which will come from my heart, but right now he knows that I want to do what he's asking of me. So that kind of comforts my soul. And um, I'll just keep working on trying to make that first initial response be a cheerful one. So I feel like that realizing, seeking after his kingdom and seeking after a relationship with him, realizing that that is the most important and actually accepting that in my heart and really knowing that I feel like that has really, really helped me to stay focused and to not have to worry about other things or worry about getting anything done. So then I'm not confused on what I want to do. I'm not confused on what I need to do. And it kind of just helped me prioritize and realize, okay, do I really want to sit here and scroll on Facebook or Instagram or whatever or YouTube and waste time? Or do I really want to pursue something on my task list of the vision God has given me. So like a podcast or a blog post or getting the program started that I'm working on. Like what is more important to me? And in the process, what is what is going to glorify God the most? And what am I going to look back and say, wow, I wish like Am I going to look back and say, I wish I hadn't spent so much time on Facebook? Or am I going to look back and say, I'm glad I took the moments of free time and focused on enhancing God's kingdom and doing what he has called me to do. So that would be one of the biggest things for me is just prioritizing and realizing in my heart what I'm really longing for. That took about a year of surrender, just surrendering over and over again to God 
And surrender would be one of the other big things in accomplishing like your goals or your resolutions or whatever is surrendering to God's goals and surrendering to what he wants you to do rather than what you want to do. Now, if your heart is in line with God, a lot of times your desires will be in line with him too. So it'll be easier to surrender to him. But in the meantime, he will still bring things to you that you won't necessarily want to do, but you'll, you know it's what he wants you to do. And sometimes it doesn't even make sense. And I think that's why I did a lot of reminiscing about my past this last year is just being like, okay, God, like what is all these different things you have led me through? Why did all this happen? What did it all lead to? Like, and I feel like it really deepened my trust in him and deepened my relationship with him and realizing that it is okay to trust him. He is trustworthy and he is faithful. And I feel like that has really helped me to then also settle and relax. And we all know that if we're stressed and anxious, we're not going to get very much done. So it's when we're relaxed and peaceful and comfortable that we're going to get more done. It's sort of like when we're running. If our muscles are tense and our body is stressed, our performance is not going to be as good as if we are relaxed and our muscles are ready to do the work instead of our body just fighting it the whole time. So surrender and aligning our hearts with God. And I forgot what the first one I said was the most important. That's pretty bad. I'm, I'm trying to not go off of notes here, guys. So forgive me if I forget some of the things I said and I repeat it. So Oh, yes, it was realizing what is most important. So like asking yourself, or you can even ask God to remind you or ask you. I feel like if I tell God a lot of times, hey, can you remind me to say meditate on scripture today at a certain time? I feel like because he wants us to do that, he he's very willing to remind us. And I think when we ask him to do that, then we have to obey immediately. Otherwise... It's not that he won't want to remind us again, but it, it's like we're blocking out his voice and we won't be able to hear him in the future if we just keep ignoring him. So with those um, as the most important ones, the more, not so much heart issues, but the actual application with our hands and our feet is... I don't want to say just doing it, but it's it's just making an intellectual um, statement of, okay, I don't care how I feel right now, I'm going to do this. It's sort of like when a lie pops into our head, the only way to defeat that, because our heart and our feelings aren't going to be totally in line with the truth, we have to just choose to dwell on the truth, whether we feel like it or not. Even, it's it's very, I don't know. I feel like your heart has to be right with God in order for you to just choose to do right, no matter how you feel and the closer you get to Him. Or at least for me, the closer I get to Him in our relationship, the more I'm able to just choose 
to do what is right. And though some things are more difficult than others, I feel like that has really helped me. Just choosing to do what is right and not really letting our feelings get in the way. I know that's, that's kind of complicated, but um, my pastor's wife, she had, we were talking, I don't remember, sometime this year, and that's what she told me, and it just really, really rung true with me, and I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it, that's the wrong word. I really needed it. I really needed to just realize, oh yes, truth is truth, and it doesn't matter if we think on the lies or not, truth is still going to be truth, so why not just choose to dwell on the truth? Um, I feel like it's, if it's a, if it's a, like a temptation, that's going to be a little bit more difficult to just choose to do what's right, but we can choose to do, dwell on truth or scripture or pray, and then hopefully that will redirect our hearts to God so that we can resist the temptation. But just as you, as you go throughout the year in 2022, I would also encourage you to have written down what you would like to accomplish. Don't be ridiculous and say, oh, I would like to run... I don't know, some obscure amount of miles that you know is going to be impossible for yourself. But just really choose some goals that you know is realistic and then surrender them to God and just every day just take the next step. Okay, you can't run a marathon tomorrow without having trained and taken all the steps previous to it. So just every day, take one step, write down one thing you can do, and then do it. And then the next day, do the same thing. And eventually those steps will add up and you'll be where you want to be. So that has also been something else for me, has been to really just focus on today. Jesus said not to focus on tomorrow because the evil is sufficient. I don't remember how the verse goes. I hate it when that happens. But in other words, he was saying focus on today because tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. It'll, you'll be stressed of tomorrow just as much as you will today. So just focus on today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Focus on just what you need to do today, what you can do today, and then just ask God for the grace to do it. Um, that has been something I have learned this year also is grace is God's favor on us to enable us to do something that for an able for us to be able to do something that we can't do on our own strength. Um, I have tried this out many times. And just asking for God's grace to be able to do something. Like, for example, I love being up in the morning early, but I hate the process of actually getting out of bed. That is the hardest part for me. So sometimes I'll be laying in bed and I'll be like, God, can you please give me the grace to get up right now? And I don't know how it works, but 
it's literally like my brain turns into manual mode and my legs just end up on the floor and the lights are on. It's, it, it's a very weird thing when I ask him for grace to do something. And you'll, you'll have to just try it for yourself and see, I don't know, so you can understand that. And then if you figure it out, let me know because I would love to know. Um, but yeah, just, just asking him for grace and, and asking him for help, I feel like is an act of humility. It's saying, God, I can't, but you can. And so I feel like accomplishing our goals and our resolutions really comes down to where is our heart and our relationship with God? Where is our trust in him? Do we believe he is faithful? Do we believe that he'll keep his word? Are we dwelling on truth? Are we surrendering consistently to him? I really feel like this year, because I was focused on God, I was able to actually accomplish the goals that I set out to do. Now, some of them are more long-term goals, and I will still be working on them next year and then probably years down the road. But being okay with that is another thing, too, is being okay with something not going the way you want it to go. And then I know a lot of people say we don't need to understand why something happens, but so many times in Scripture, I feel like God says understanding is good and asking for wisdom and asking for understanding. I feel like He says that a lot, and I I don't understand why some Christians don't think you need necessarily need, but why they don't think it's okay to ask God why something happened or ask him to help you understand why something hasn't happened. I've never really quite understood why people don't think you you should ask for understanding, but I don't know. Maybe there's a verse in scripture that says you shouldn't, but just me personally asking God why has really, really helped me to gain further trust and contentment and where God has me and being okay with something not going the way I wanted it to. So these are, I guess, just some things that have really helped me this year. And hopefully you guys can maybe apply some of them to help in your life as well. And your 2022 goals and resolutions. So yeah, that is all I have for today. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I was really excited to get this out and I was really hoping to get it out on New Year's Eve. And I'm actually finishing this an hour before it's supposed to be uploaded. So, I mean, I'm going to make my goal. But hopefully in the future we can get things scheduled before it actually needs to be uploaded. I have a lot of of desires and different things I want to do with this podcast next year. And some of it includes maybe interviewing some people 
um, maybe just going more into depth and really getting organized what I want to do on here and how I want to serve you guys with this. So I hope you guys have a wonderful New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I hope you get, just really get with God and see what he has for you this coming year and maybe pick a verse or a word or a focus that you can focus on. Whatever you do, I hope that God blesses you and just really puts his desires in your heart and helps you to accomplish them. Um, so that is all for this year and we'll see you next time.